friends, I'm Lee Henson Hasty. I'm Senior Director of Theological Education and Funds Development for the Presbyterian Church USA Foundation. Um, it's a ministry with the Committee on Theological Education. And I'm here with my friend, I'm going the wrong way, <laughs> Gina, the amazing Gina Yeager Buckley. <laughs> I knew her when she was Gina Yeager. And yeah. uh, now Yeager Buckley, and um, who is Associate <clears throat> for Youth. Uh, Presbyterian Youth and Triennium. That title has changed, and that's a new thing, Presbyterian Youth and Triennium. I want to call her the Associate for Presbyterian Coolness. I mean, <laughs> no, so not cool. Not you cool. are. You are not, super cool. Probably I'm Associate cool. for Super Coolness. So glad you're here. We're so talking cool. about um, what, uh, turning the ship, what ministry feels like right now. Right? <laughs> right. Is that how you say it? <laughs> she's got three beverages all of them they're all non-alcoholic beverages but oh, yeah, i will not say they are not there two of coffee. them are caffeinated uh, i need a lot of caffeine right <laughs> <laughs> right that's part of turning the ship i guess thanks yeah. for being here with us um everyone who's joining us please let us know that you're there and where you're where you're watching from um we're so glad to have you here and um, we're going to be um, uh, talking about um, youth ministry and, um, and Gina's work in turning the ship. I think it's a, a great uh, title for right now and a great topic. Um, we'd like to hear what's going on with you. Uh, but Gina, I think, as you know, before I even get started, I love to ask the question that Howard Thurman asked is what is making you come alive? Because what the world needs are people who are coming alive. Hmm. Um, does it have to have anything to do with Jesus Christ? <laughs> Jesus makes me come alive. As, as I've when my son asked me at 10 years old, are we at dinner, the dinner table? Are all we going to talk about is theology? And we, and I, and I look at each other like, what else is there? I mean, yes. It will have to do with Jesus Christ, whatever it is, Gina. Because I was going to say streaming TV, but okay. <laughs> I mean, there's some great streaming TV right yeah. now. All right, yeah, just I start yeah, making I your list, y'all. We got Bleep Blop. Now you're going to have a little watch list. Is there a watch list of oh, a yeah. couple things? Yeah, I'll, and I'll tell you because I, I truly think that, you know, I, I learned, maybe not everybody, but I learned from the absence of value as well as the presence of value. And I learned from mm. pop culture and I learned from the greatest, deepest book in the world. But um, what is making me, oh, so I'll answer, I'll answer the good God answer first because it's it's true. And then we'll talk about the shows that I want to talk about because those are important too. Um so I would say right now the potential, like it, it is, I can feel it on the, on the edge of the PMA and the work I do. I think we're about to re-enter youth and young adult ministry in an exciting way. Like it's been, it's just been a while of this kind of, you know, we have we have the young adult volunteers program, we have the triennium, and yay, that's it, that's what we're doing. But the conversation is big right now that we we are called to do more that we are called to really reach into our younger presbyterians minds and hearts and um it's happening and i've been waiting for it to happen for 
a good chunk well, of time. Well, you've been a part of making that happen for a long time, Gina. What a gift you I are. So. I should have said that from the outset. And by the way, you have a cross right in your background. So this is, we're, we're all covered here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It feels very serious in this room. And, I've, and so I've changed it. And I did have a University of Texas Longhorn. That, that's look, okay. That's up okay. there. It just didn't look as good. The cross. The cross, <laughs> is of course, how I feel all the time. No. <laughs> Dina is su you're such a gift, and um, and 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 I'm not surprised, um, and that you would answer that the organization that you're working with and the ministry with youth and what's coming alive there that that would give you life. I mean, because yeah. you are someone who um, lights up a room. And it's not just lighting up the room for Gina Yeager Buckley. You want to light no. up the room for something larger than that. So it, uh, it's not surprising. So, but we got to get a couple shows though now, since you okay. do that. So, and maybe they will help us understand about turning yeah. the ship. I was telling my mom this last night, who's probably like our one watcher right now. Hi, mom. <laughs> so my husband, Andrew and I, um, we find ourselves in these, unintentional festivals of thematic watchings like things that are similar so right now we just have been watching the um the show on showtime called uh super pumped about uber uh we crashed on apple about WeWorks, and then what was that third what was that third um technology show this is COVID brain. It just went off. Okay, it'll come to you. <laughs> but anyway, I'll, I'll think of it in a second. Oh, oh, um, uh, the dropout about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. So all three deal with fairly young, innovative, charismatic creators, inventors who are mixing ideas with technology or trying to mix it, um, but also deal with what it means to become powerful and what it means to cross over from that idea of an idea to something that becomes more about money and mm. shares and going public and that kind of thing. So it was just fascinating to Andrew and I that we were watching all three of these at once. And each of those three has a real documentary that you ought to watch first and then okay. has a streaming show. And so, it, but it's just fascinating because I think in a lot of ways, you know, we talk a lot about innovation in the church right now. Like it is the word. Oh, the word everywhere and it's and it's an important word and it and what i laugh about is i i don't think young people are innovators i think they they are sort of the fresh minds that come you know right before innovation and so uh they're the people that have these ideas that are like wouldn't it be great if we could do this and then the innovation comes on and it has to be held really carefully because of power and the corruption right. of power. So right. anyway, I I highly recommend watching those three at once. Um, you know, you'll be like Andrew and I are like, we need a calendar for these shows. Well, the other the other thing is for me is, you know, we've watched a couple series um, and much more so in the last two years. And we get to the last one, we're like, what do we do now? You know, it's, it's like a it's grieving. Devastating. It's devastating. It's grieving. Yeah. Um, friends, I did not properly, I need to back up just one minute. I did not really <laughs> properly introduce Gina. I'm just so excited. You did not. <laughs> I would much rather talk about television. She is she grew up in an awesome church, First Presbyterian Church, Richardson, Texas. She's a graduate from the University of Texas, Austin. 
Hook them horns. Yes. Um, we have a seminary in Austin right across the street. You probably walked by it. Oh, I did. I lived in a dorm right by it. And I used to, as a 17 and 18 year old college, go, what's a seminary? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have any idea. I mean, I still ask that question, you know, <laughs> so it's just not a bad question. I've been in theological education a while. Then to um, university, I mean, excuse me, Presbyterian School of Christian Education, now part of Union Presbyterian Seminary, Richmond and Charlotte, Richmond, Virginia, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, she was a DCE, um, Director of Christian Education uh, at Faith Presbyterian in Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama. Hunt, Huntsville. Huntsville. It's like <laughs> yeah. Louisville. Why I keep moving to all these villes. Right. And then one of our beloved guests on the show early on, Roger Nishioka, now uh, in Kansas, reached out to to um, Gina to recruit her very smartly um, into youth and young adult ministry for the nomination. And you have just, you, you I mean, you are eternal youth kind of, there's eternal youth within Gina, I think. And you're ruling elder at Central Presbyterian also. I, yeah, I'm a bad elder. <laughs> well, I bet you do youth ministry, though, at Central Presbyterian. I, I did. I'm taking a break, but I think I'm about, I need to be done with my break because I, I really miss them. We have incredible youth at Central Presbyterian, Louisville. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Um, so let's talk about, you know, let's talk about turning the ship. Um <laughs> And what it is, you have a, you, you were a theater major, technical, technical theater, Te technical theater, not well, you have that yeah. theater thing. Um, news flash for people who don't know. So you get information here. Gina is one of the wizards she's told me, but I would say she's like, no. you know, a very high ranking wizard in writing s so much of what goes behind the scenes for Montreat. And uh, you've come in the olden days, in, in the, the olden, olden days. days. And yeah. Yeah, I'm from the olden days is what I <laughs> Not the new days now where they do like these beautiful liturgical opening nights. I'm from the days of the opening night skit of Barney throws down with Godzilla. Like that was my <laughs> Which was awesome. That was I mean, my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> but just you have so much creativity. So what do you have what what is turning? Is it part of this innovation piece that you're talking about? Is is it part of what's kind of being birthed the new that you're imagining um in youth ministry now what what is it that's turning i yeah. hope it's turning by the way <laughs> this is this is i hope so too in some ways i was like this is sort of a pessimistic title that i have given you lee um <laughs> and and i think that's okay because i think a lot of us are feeling this way right now which is 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 you're in this big old boat this big old ship and i love boats by the way, a lot. Um, I love them. But right now it feels like I am in the, the bottom hold where the steamy hot engines are and I have no windows and no steering wheel and I'm being asked to turn this ship. I'm being asked to, you know, uh, cancel an event that is beloved to thousands of people, you know, and then figure out something new. I think we are being asked in ministry constantly to turn the ship. Um, for me right now, um, I personally, as a as a follower of Jesus Christ and as a youth worker, I feel like I am being asked to turn a ship of hundreds of years of white privilege, of right. racism, and to turn it so that I'm grabbing young people onto this boat. And um, it's really hard and good 
and baffling work. And so it just feels like that to me right now. It's like turning it also while building it and also while maybe needing to repaint it and oh yeah, there's big holes in it and it's sinking, you know, like it's, it's a hard title. It's not this sort of like shipbuilding. It's fun. It's, it's yes, hard. It's hard. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I think I, you know this, I'm a sailor and I, I get yes. this. I mean, I mean, and it happens sometimes in sailing, like your sails, you know, tear or, you know, uh, a mast, hopefully not a mast, but, you know, maybe yeah. a piece breaks or your rudder breaks. You, you've got to figure out yeah. you know, new ways of doing things. And, um, no, I think it's, it's, and I think pastors and youth workers and leaders, feel this way in the church right now. It's like, yeah, they've yeah, been paddling with their hands, like 100%. paddling with their hands. Like our little bleep blop of, of this restart of the show yeah. is minimal. Every, <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's so perfect that it happened, honestly, because this is, this is what we're dealing with. Imperfect technology. Um, but also I think, I think we're getting pretty good at it. We're not panicking so much anymore. Right. You know, like I remember um, I have a friend who's a you know longtime associate pastor and for youth ministry in the early days of the pandemic when everybody was rushing to Facebook Live and Zoom and that kind of thing. And and it wouldn't work. And everybody would just start writing in the entire congregation. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And now we're all like, OK, I'll go get coffee. Right. Back. It'll come back. <laughs> And if it doesn't, I'll get it, catch it later. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think the whole, like one of the major lessons about, you know, sailing this boat or whatever, I can't even, already can't remember. Turning the, the, the boat. Yeah, turning the ship. And it's a ship, by the way. I picture a big old icebreaker, not a little yeah. happy sailboat. Like it's an yeah. icebreaker that has to be turned on its course. And, yeah. you know, one of the things I, I hope it teaches us is, uh, you, you're going to have to make some mistakes and you're going to have to learn from them and you're going to have to give grace to them. And it also may never be like it was again. Right. <laughs> so, Let it go. Parts, parts can come back. And so I don't mm -hmm. want people to feel hopeless about it either, especially youth workers. I, I'm like, we will always have young people around us. So what, yeah, what it, to turn this ship successfully and do it even in the midst of this kind of anxiety and, you know, we don't know around the corner what's coming next. And, um, and yeah. you have some excitement, I see, even about yeah. this, um, despite yeah. that it's hard. I mean, what are some things like for pastors and youth workers? By the way, the Presbyterian Youth Workers is part of something that Gina has helped give birth to. Um, she was, the, by the way, also the APSI Enrich Educator of the Year this past year. Like we're talking to somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, as that kind of person, what what are you looking for on your ship? I mean, who are you looking for? What, what are you looking on the horizon for in your environment? What's going on? Hmm. I, okay, I love, I love people. Yes. That are always, I don't mean that, that's it. I love people. That's not right. awesome. I love people that are always trying to figure it out. And yeah. um, so what I'm looking for right now are, and, and actually I'm, I'm trying to summon this up in myself too, is the energy to do the work, to, to want relationships more than program. As a Christian mm -hmm. educator, man, I can pop out a program, you know, uh, early days of pandemic, the PMA, like we just were like, we have to help come I am, here's 5,000 things, you know? And 
part of me wishes we had we had kind of slowed down like everybody else and sort of watched the world and developed relationships more than throwing out programs but there was just such a you just want to help each other so i say right now i'm i am looking for people that are seeking relationships like mm. you want to know our young people rather than just lure them to church <laughs> or right. you know get their confirmation classes like this is a time this is a time to figure out what mm. makes a teenager tick um what what makes a teenager feel inspired um what is going in the mind and heart of these anxious young people that we have like there, there right. is a good bit of anxiety and that i can't Pollyanna. Well, that new, i think the new york times it may have been front page this past sunday it's the one yeah. piece we still get talks about the mental health crisis yeah. among teenagers i mean yeah this is real this is not just no. <laughs> normal no. teenage anxiety no. that's it's no. on top of that yeah i think and i think it's a double thing i think we have more anxiety and we have more ways of sharing direct young people sh directly sharing their anxiety and so mm. it's a double freak out if you're an, an adult around teenagers if you're a parent so or are a, they paying you, know. you mentioned that so they're you're paying attention you're going to where they go like yeah. you're following on instagram or Twitter TikTok. or wherever yeah. they TikTok, wherever they're yeah. showing up, you're showing yeah. up at their theater yeah. events or their athletic events or their poetry readings or their spoken yeah. word, whatever it yeah. is they're doing. I mean, yeah. skateboard yeah. Uh, parks. I mean, I don't know. I just saw the coolest thing. Um, I think somebody in uh, one of my colleagues in uh, Thousand and One Ministry shared this, that there was a church that's like a lot of churches um that they kind of would say we have no youth <laughs> you know so therefore we are done with youth ministry and we we're like no 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 you know right. so they this church summoned they summoned their energy and their creativity and they started like doing things to support their local sports teams of their schools right. you know so like uh provided snacks like hey parents we'll give you a respite from these snacks provided respite care for parents during nice. holidays and things like that like there are just i love that that's what that inspires me um those are the stories i want people to hear that those things matter and and it matters that's that's jesus christ to the world is this caring attentive embodied embodied. Yeah. I mean, embodied. You're, yeah. you're signing up to be the coach yeah. at the at the youth yeah. recreation league or an umpire or yeah, or right, to, not, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or to befriend or to or, you know, to to say to a parent, like, I know you just have a young person who's gone off to college. I'm going to pray for you. What can I do you to go. support you as a parent? You know, we're we're also in need of supporting these accompaniers of of youth and children, or the parents and the families. So, right. yeah. yeah. So it sounds like this ship, people know each other by name mm -hmm. and they see each other. They know they're there. I mean, it's not just that we're on the ship together, right? It's we're, <laughs> we, we are part of a community who knows yeah. each other and notices and we're not waiting for people to come to us. We're, we're engaging yeah. with them where they are. I mean, that's, I want to be on that ship. I'm, I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Like I, like I said, I would have loved to have had like a, a, a great happy title. I don't, I can't even think of one that tells you, you know, like right now, but what, where we are in the waters is, is trying to really do this very tough, hard thing, 
but I also think it's kind of exciting to be a part of the church's history right now. Um, and to think like in 50 and 100 years, what we'll look back on and see that our young people did what we did as a denomination to try to meet these incredibly deep, painful needs and, and uh, re reparations. Like, I, I just think that's that's where we are and that's where we need to be bringing our young people on board too. So, so um, sp speaking of this, you gave me, you said, Lee, I'd love to know what's making other people come yeah. alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so okay. this isn't just a, uh, uh, you're just not just a talking head. You'd love to hear no. what other people yeah. are doing. And I think that's a great, it's a great question for all of us to bring into ministry, but also youth ministry is kind of looking and noticing I uh, had Barbara Brown Taylor on um, not too long ago. Wow, it was amazing. She, she probably talked. had no bleep block problems. Right? <laughs> well, we we were we were not on video. She she's on us on a slower speed internet. So uh, there was that. But but she talks about paying attention. I mean, it's a real discipline, spiritual, and I feel like that's what you're doing. Like, pay attention yeah, to what attention. other people are doing and where they're yeah. coming alive. You don't have to make the program. I love that. It's yeah. not about so much yeah. about program as it is about about yeah. relationship. Yeah, so. it's funny. Um, I, I, one thing that makes me crazy, and this is kind of like the opposite side of what you just very well reframed that I said, mm -hmm. is I also think engage your brains, folks. Like, um, there's a lot of good that happens on you know uh, some Facebook groups that I'm on. Like, hey, anybody right. got the Family Jeopardy game idea? Hey, anybody, what are you doing about da, yeah. da, da, da. And I want to say, get your Bible out, get your books out, get your notepad out and put your brain to work because there's yeah. just a difference when, when we, as the leader, you know, mm -hmm. thinking about leading theologically, when we put our brains into preparing right. something like it, right. you, bring, just a you bring yeah. part of who you are to the yeah. room. Yeah. I found that in lazy. even doing this show. I mean, yeah, it's completely. been a real gift to me just to, you yeah. know, bring, bring my, my whole self, who I am and to yeah. it. You're, that's a great, uh, it's true. I mean, like try writing the program yourself. You right. Know, like, and there's so problems. many technologies. Like, I mean, I have a oh, 16 yeah. year old. I mean, yeah. what is it? there's quiz, not kazoo. That's not a kahoot. You know, there's all kinds of different little yeah. things you and just ask somebody yeah. uh, and teachers are using them that you can make, make, you know, learning and also gaming kind of things fun yeah. and, yeah. and pretty simply. So yeah. um, it, I, I appreciate that. Bring your brain. That's you're a Presbyterian, aren't you? Are you a Presbyterian? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm not the, I'm, I don't think I'm the greatest Presbyterian, but I am a Presbyterian and it does shine through. It shines through. It, yeah. It like, engage your brain. Yeah, but also you, I think if you're leading, teaching, mentoring, accompanying is what we like to say in youth ministry. We are, mm -hmm. our call is to accompany young people and the people that are, that surround young people. Um, you have to stay inspired. You have to stay fresh. Mm -hmm. And so that means to, to read some books and get some ideas and then try writing a Sunday night youth group program from that. You know, right. like, it's okay. I'm not saying don't borrow from everybody. I steal from everybody. But... <laughs> I also know what a difference it is when I've spent some time with it. I'm proud. I'm, I'm inspired to share it with the young people or the youth right. workers or, or the workshop I'm teaching. That's probably more of my ballgame. You know? oh, and it could be more than reading a book. It could also be 
watching a show or it could be going to a now we're having conferences you know yes. online or in person that is why i asked the question at the start does that because i'm sorry but streaming tv it, <laughs> music movies like i yeah. get i i think we we all get inspired in very unique ways and i get very inspired from shallow pop culture things <laughs> No, it's. I mean, I think a lot of people. It's. It's. It's what we need. It's what we yeah. read, need right now. Friends, if you have questions for Gina, we'd love to hear what those are. Comments. Um, I know we're a little bit over time, but we're going to go for five more minutes since we got a late start. I'm feeling um, like they probably ran away screaming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, <during>. so. <laughs> maybe so. Um, but but we're glad to have you here. We'd love to hear from you. Um, what questions you have. I know I have one you, you mentioned earlier, and it's another reframing of the word, but you talked about these ships being icebreakers oh. in youth ministry. Yeah. You told me I couldn't do energizers unless I let her, you were going to lead them. No icebreakers. <laughs> you want to do icebreakers, not I, energizers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to throw you at the beginning and say, no, I'm not going to answer your question. We have to do icebreakers first because you know, I like to, That's I come from do. the world of youth That's ministry. I was going to say, what's your best boat experience and your okay. worst boat or ship oh, experience? Okay. So people, if you have a best boat experience or a worst boat experience, um, I'll answer this question. Um, Hmm. That's really, um, I'll say my best boat experience, Camp Albemarle, Presbyterian New Hope. New Hope. New Hope. <laughs> yes. Not far from Moorhead City, North Carolina. Um, that's the camp I went to where I learned to sail on a sunfish. And it, it was my best experience when I got out on that sunfish by myself how they allowed me to do that <laughs> on the Bogue Sound. Um, and that was amazing. I mean, it was truly amazing. Worst boat experience probably was that same summer when that boat flipped. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can't get back in them. Like, it, it, it's so hard to get oh, back in Oh, there is the there is a way. You get on the center yeah. board. You get on the center <laughs> board. And you but, like, at that point, I'm a fourth or fifth grader, and I couldn't quite oh. have the have the – enough weight to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was definitely, uh, I also had a really bad experience on a boat from Brindisi, Italy to, Ooh. um, to a Greek Island. This is in college where I, I just got a ticket to get on the boat, but didn't, I didn't realize that it meant no chair, no bed, no <laughs> anything. I, I, mean, I couldn't even go inside. Was yeah. I was outside and it rained. Oh God, that was the worst. <laughs> oh my God. I had no money, you know. So thank goodness you're in college age when you're you're like, I, I can uh, okay. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long time. That was I'm sorry. I mean, you're on a boat. I mean, it's not like you can just go, Oh, I'm yeah. going home. No, <laughs> you're on yeah. the boat. And that yeah. is where we are. I mean, yeah. We get on. yeah. This is twenty twenty two people. All of us are in it. Yeah, all of us. Me. You want to know my best and worst boat? Yeah, I want to hear yours. Okay, I'll do them really fast. <laughs> both involve my husband, and sadly, both times were bad for Andrew. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> the good and the bad. The best, my favorite boat, it, we were in Maine, and we went whale watching, and mm -hmm. it, it was like a gray, it was August, but it was a gray, stormy day, but we still went out. 
and poor Andrew, he had to go inside with all the sick children and lay down because he got so seasick. And so meanwhile, Gina is pushing, I'm pushing children out of the way to get to that, <laughs> that pointy thing because the whales were just jumping and it was, in, you know, humpback whales. And it was, it was, it was so magical and so mystical and so mysteriously beautiful. I, I will never forget it. Like I, Lee, I, I wanted to jump in the water with them and I was positive <laughs> they would not hurt me. Like I knew it. I knew it. You know, you're enjoying yeah. the chorus. Yeah. That was about, that was the best. I'm sorry, Andrew, that you're sick in the back. Sorry about that. And, and then the, the worst. The very worst, and it is classic worst. <laughs> it was our honeymoon. We oh no! Oh, horrible! And we were in the Bahamas, and because I love boats, in case you can't tell, we and Andrew really does too. We rented a boat, and it's you know turquoise water, and we got the yeah. boat, and we full throttled and just zoomed out into the ocean. You know, happy go lucky, beautiful day. You're married. You're, you're married. married. You know, we're we're done with the wedding. That was everything <laughs> for months. You know, and we're zooming across the ocean, and we pull into this beautiful harbor, and we can see down, and you know, it's just fun. We're jumping off the boat and swimming. Get back in the boat. Boat won't start. No. Boat won't start. And that's where we spent thirteen hours. Thirteen. Whoa. We had to get rescued on our honeymoon. Yeah. And I know. And it was very, it was even funnier because if you want to talk about being on a boat and being married and learning your first married lesson, how two people spend 13 hours of trying to not panic is a, is a lesson in relationships right there. But yeah, we had to get rescued. There, it ended up being fuel in the line, but there was a terrible accident somewhere back way far where we were staying and so we and we had a radio but it wasn't getting to anybody so andrew kept calling and calling and we got an a ocean liner that was out oh, hundreds, wow. hundreds of miles maybe thousands who finally heard us and he said what's happening and we said we're, we're by the side we're honeymooners we're stranded outside <laughs> of hopetown and he's like, okay, honeymooners. And so his name is like, Big Mike. Big Mike calls into some other sh ship who's closer and they call into the marina where we rented the boat. But it took 13 hours and it was like two in the morning when finally they came and found us and they wrapped us in, you know, like uh, those silver blankets. All right. And so we were shut, like the whole rest of our honeymoon, we would go somewhere and we would hear, did you hear about the honeymooners? <laughs> <laughs> terrible it was terrible that's a great story and listen that's a great story and we've got to wrap up actually for oh. right now um because <laughs> i think a lot of people feel like they're stranded and they're out there <laughs> and the and the boat won't start you know this was working beautifully before yeah. and how you know, do you that or this, yeah or the church and they're calling yeah. somebody somebody and hopefully i think you're oh, yeah. a big mic you're a big yeah. mic you're in the I'm same right, you know, thousands of miles away in Louisville, and you hear it, and you so tell true. somebody it's true. I mean, it, and we're network. I mean, the Presbyterian Church, yeah. we're a network. There's no network. network. Friends, yeah. we're gonna. I'm gonna invite you to do a charge and benediction momentarily. Um, we're having to close up here. I'm gonna have another show May 11th. We're confirming that guest, um, and also send me the guest you'd like to have. I do know that I can tell you that on May 25th. 
um, one of my favorite singer songwriters and just beautiful, people, just beautiful person. You know, yeah. David Lamont, social entrepreneur. Um, he's, he's got multiple nonprofits. He's, he's amazing. An author, uh, as well. Um, he'll be with us on May 25th. Um, uh, but I uh, hope you'll, hope you'll join us for that. Um, but we're, we're wrapping up now. Please also subscribe and review our podcast, uh, Leading Theologically. Um, we're on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, but also wherever you get your podcast audio-wise. So we'd love to hear from you. Um, Gina, would you send us uh, on our way? And thanks again. Oh, I should say just thanks again for the energy, imagination, and love. I, I, I tell you what, I know those are our vows. You live out that that vow as beautifully and as fully as anybody I know. You also live out the vow um, that one day, you know, that baptismal vow that someone might profess Jesus Christ as Lord, you live that out um, and have um, just see everyone as a child of God. So thank mm -hmm. you for who you are and who you are becoming. Yes, you're educator of the year. You're <laughs> more than that. Thank much, you. much more. And uh, thanks right. again for joining us today. Thank you for having me and friends, uh, go in peace and uh, to love and serve the Lord and go on to the deck, climb out of the engine room and breathe in the air and look around for each other um, because we need each other right now. We need to be inspired and we need to inspire each other and you can do that. And uh, thank you for all you do. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Peace be with you.